Welcome to episode 300 of Blue Harvest. I'm your host, Halls Burkhart. And I'm your host, Will Witten. That's right, baby. Episode 300, going crazy on the soundboard again. Let's see how long people stick around for that bullshit. Coming at you live on YouTube, on Twitch, and on our Twitter or some shit. I don't know, man. I hope this is working. We already have requests from the wife for the waifu pillow. Sean Hoffman says, I hope we get a guest appearance from the waifu pillow. You got to show it to me. Yeah, I think we might have to do that. We might have to make that happen. Um, In the meantime, buddy. I shamefully will admit I looked up waifu pillows after we talked about yours last week, and I I was just curious, and there is a uh, quite the uh, incredible gamut of product available. Oh, not, dude, there is not all of which is uh, tasteful. It's, no, <laughs> no, sir, not at all. You can uh, put lumps and bumps in them bad boys. <laughs> yeah, you can add some special special pieces of hardware uh in fact when jesse was ordering that thing she said she got embarrassed like she was like damn i hope nobody sees my search history (laughs) some uh some buyer's embarrassment (laughs) well um i think we got people actually watching there's a chat going on i think it's working look at this that's great look at this we got justin rodriguez says i love blue harvest who doesn't and King Tom Prime of the Tenant cast and the Sith list says, hey, I remembered my Twitch login. Well, that's awesome, buddy. Man, thanks so much for stopping by, guys. Uh, we got some exciting stuff to talk about this week. Am I being too loud? I feel like I'm too hyped up and loud. Nope. Nope. Okay. I feel like you're good. All right. So we've got the Bad Batch to talk about. Uh so we actually got shit to talk about this week. It's not just me sitting here like panicking and being like, oh, let me think of a fucked up story from my childhood to tell Will and a whole bunch of listeners, whole bunch of listeners. They're going to track down some poor schmo named Patrick Lee over a Metallica t- ticket mishap. Oh, did someone really <laughs> check downs on that guy? No, no. But I got a lot of tweets and messages being like, oh, you, you let me see that guy in public somewhere. Oh, we got a Raj or the, somebody on the system. Metallica. <laughs> yeah. Um. So digging in his Duke, baby. Justin Rodriguez says digging his Duke. I just want to let you guys know one thing. I don't dig in my Duke. I don't dig in my Duke. <laughs> Look at Emily. This is pro support right here. I have it up on both Twitch and YouTube, so I don't miss any good chat. Thank you, Emily. Of the Canto Bite Dispatch that just released, might I say, I haven't gotten to hear all of it, but perhaps the the definitive Bad Batch review. You guys should definitely really? check it out. Um, So I texted to see if uh, Tifa would make an appearance. We'll see if she got my text message. I don't know. She might sneak up on me and scare me. As the, women in, cloud. as the women in my life are prone to do. So, uh, before we get into this week's discussion, 
Let me give you guys a little bit of the business. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. You can follow us on Twitter, Twitch, and Instagram at Blue Harvest Pod. We have a YouTube channel, which you can find in the show notes, or I don't know, maybe you'd be watching it right now. Um, could be. Could be. Could and be, man. We have a Patreon. If you really enjoy the show and you want to support us for as little as $3 a month, you can at patreon.com slash blue harvest podcast where we release all kinds of bonus podcasts including we put up a brand new episode of star wars year by podcast with our buddy steel this week and i put up my instant reaction to the first episode of the bad batch those are available right now <gasps> god damn it you knew it was coming and it still happened. I knew it was coming and it still scared me. Oh my God. Hey, Jesse. Oh. And Tifa. She said, Oh, Cloud, you're cool, but you're not as cool as this fat guy, Halls, with have his been... back hair and his midnight farts. I was about to say, Have you, uh, have you christened the pillow with some farts? Oh, bro. Fumigated. Bye, Tifa. Not nearly as tasteless as could have been provided. No, no. She got me a fairly PG-13 rated waifu pillow. Yeah. Anyways. Um, Training wheels. I did the business. Did I do all the business? I think I did all the business. How's your week been, buddy? How's the beach? Well. Key. It's good. It's good. I'm in uh, one of the spare bedrooms in a condo. On the 16th floor in Destin, Florida. You haven't seen any sharks, have you? No, not the first shark. I did see an osprey. There's been lots of, uh, um, like the the plane, not the bird. Uh, there's been lots of military craft. Uh, there's huh. like F-22s and F-18s. I know there's, uh, I think it's the Pensacola Air Force Base, very close. So, I mean, obviously, that's probably where they're coming out of them. But it's neat to see them because that's, you know, I've only ever seen an osprey on Call of Duty. Oh, I was like, oh nice. that's legit. I wouldn't know what the fuck that was if it flew over me. I'd be like, look, it's a helicopter. Like is it a helicopter? It's the plane that has helicopter rotors on both sides that flip up oh, okay. and then it can take off vertically. Kind of like a pelican. That's pretty cool. Yes. Yes. But all right. So um hey, let's try something here. Let's try something with technology. You, you know, a couple of weeks ago, right? Yeah. I was telling you about this supposed real lightsaber, right? Yes that uh disney was showing off yeah so um they released a video of it on um may the 4th so i don't know if you've seen this yet but let me show it to you i haven't i would like to let's see how this works if this works can you see that yep that's pretty sick right pretty good Look how smooth it is. Okay. Does she swing it around? No, no. The that's visual on my screen is just the uh, the release of it from the holster. Yeah, yeah. She doesn't. She doesn't. Um, she doesn't spin it around. Or now, is there any detail on it, of what the blade is? Is it fabric or is it? hard plastic so, or yeah i think it's plastic from what i was reading it's almost like um two tape measures that as they come out they intertwine 
around each other to make like a cylinder. And okay. then there's L it's LED strips, right? Okay. Yeah. Um, and the one thing I want to say about that thing, you ain't buying that at Target anytime soon. And I can imagine how delicate it is. You whack that thing against one thing and then those tape measures don't work ever again. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I, I, it seems like because they released that video as like a promotion to whatever that expensive ass hotel they're doing is. Did that did that Jet? chair just move by itself? Oh, no. Jet, Jet Lee is back there. Oh, he's trying to fuck that blanket. Jet, that blanket right there, at like two or three in the morning, I'll be up playing Xbox and I'll look over and he's fucking the hell out of that blanket. He looks about it, which he absolutely was. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Something it about just, it just turned just smells, him on. Smells so sexy. Um, anyways, um, they, they released that video as part of a promotion for their, um, galactic star cruiser hotel so i think that's where we're going to see it sort of applied is um in the parks at the hotel and stuff and like i said i don't i don't know i could see it happening eventually but i wouldn't expect those to be available to the general public anytime soon galactic star cruiser hotel it feels so fifth element or doctor who you know just just the all those words together in one one place Look at Justin Rodriguez. I assume he's talking. He's saying this because of the body pillow. He said, "I'm so hard." I think that's the uh, the commercials we used to do. Yep. Yep. I think you're right. <clears throat> we used yeah, to. I, do. We should revive that. Um. Yeah, we should. I just we, we just need some, the right opportunity. I just need to sit down and do some writing. Like I have a bunch of time on my hands these days. Yeah. There's actually something we could do coming up in a few weeks that we could do a commercial for, but okay. I'm going to keep that behind closed doors for right now, I guess. Playing it close. Yeah. Um, I just had a brain fart live, live in front of everybody. Shoo. Usually they just hear, but now they get to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, like that. Anytime something like that happens, I'll just Classic. use the soundboard. Um, you want to talk about the Bad Batch? Let's I let's do, do that. that's I've a been, clean transition, buddy. That's been brewing on my mind grapes. That is three hundred episodes of experience, right there, ladies and gentlemen. That smooth of a transition. You can't just segue like that at episode one. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You got to be sitting here. Fucking stupid as hell for 300 episodes to pull that kind of magic out. Uh, anyways, um, what'd you think about the Bad Batch? I thought it was great. I mean, really great. Like, I like... Uh, are we... I don't want to spoil anything. Are we... Yeah, full spoilers. Like, spoiler warning if you haven't seen the newest episode of Bad Batch. Yeah, full know, spoilers. Yanks. Um, I really like... That they made the villain the guy I didn't like anyway, right? Like, I, you know, right. I mean, what you don't like that? No, no, I don't like him either. I want to know what the deal is with that fucking toothpick, my dude. I was about to say, like, they they villainized the Steven Seagal motherfucker in there, and I'm like, yes, yes, he can be the villain. Kick that motherfucker out. Pick up the the little fat sister, and let's go. Like. 
I love that her name is Omega, as in mm-hmm. like the last clone to be cloned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she. Uh, what's interesting, knowing anything about genetics, um, I you, you know, girls possess two X chromosomes, one from the mother, one from the father, and I wonder if it's a a, a donor X chromosome from some other female, or if it's two copies of the same FET X chromosome just duplicated. And I know that's way too scientific, but that's where my mind, every time I look at her, I'm like, where's your other X chromosome come from? Fascinating. You know, like, you know, Buddy, I, you know, <laughs> I have a feeling you put more thought into that than the writers did. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. But don't when know. you're dealing with clones, you know, that's the first thing that comes to mind. Yeah. Um, because she's, I mean, I mean, that's the assumption, right? I could totally be wrong, but she's a clone, but she's a female clone. So it's a female Django Fett clone. I That's what I assume, right? Like, it's got to right. be. Like, wh- 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 yeah. In, yeah. I mean, she's definitely a female. She's got Django the same clone. accent. Same basic facial structure. I mean, yeah, that is sort of the, uh, the telltale sign. I'm surprised they didn't just have D. Bradley Baker doing like a high high pitched voice for it. <laughs> a little girl's voice. <laughs> he was like, Shik Chang, another boat to the fleet, baby. <laughs> when he's behind the scenes, he's pissed. He's like, You really should have let me voice that little girl. You know you should have. <laughs> um I like the character of Omega. I thought she was pretty it was a pretty fun character. Like she there's... seems very in tune. <laughs> um you know, like she's wise. She's hip to the scene more so mm-hmm. than in. I I was wondering if she was force sensitive. If somehow the Kaminoans manipulated her to be force sensitive, which would explain some of her unnatural wisdom. I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if they try if they did something like that. Right? If she turned out to be force sensitive, because the Kaminoan obviously helped them get away. You know, yeah, but I don't really trust them still either, right? Like, I mean, uh, yeah, but I mean, I have a <clears> feeling that that one Camino and Doctor had a soft spot for her apprentice and didn't want to see her captured and folded into the Empire, right? So my question is, um, w- so you know, Hunter, he hunts stuff. Wrecker, he's he's big boy. He breaks stuff, he and so stuff. on and so forth. What do you think? I mean, unless it is like you're saying, like unless her special ability or whatever is some kind of force sensitive civic sport. Well, thanks for stopping by, guys. It's <laughs> some kind of force sensitivity. Um, what do you think her special ability is? Because she was working as a medical assistant, right, to one of the Kaminoans. She was, as far as we know. Uh, right, that's what the... I don't know. Yeah. I just have no idea, you know. Other than the fact that quite obviously she's proficient with a, a weapon without ever having fired one. But I yeah, I know, you know, those crazy cloners, they breed all kind of stuff into your genetics. Well, which is and, why I was thinking maybe the force sensitivity. And uh in the trailer we see her using like one of those night sister bow and arrow type weapons, I believe. I missed that. When, uh... That's in a tra- the trailer. That's not in the first episode. Okay. Um, 
uh i gotta say like the clone war style of animation has kind of always been my preferred style that star wars animation has used so far like in between you know between like this rebels and resistance like i liked that resistance went for a more traditional hand-drawn look even though it was done on computers or whatever right but it just didn't have the same detail and lighting effects and stuff this first episode i thought looked crazy good right. like some of the lighting and a few of those scenes was like out of this world i thought like specifically uh when they go to the planet where saw guerrera's hanging out mm-hmm. and what's the guy the nerdy one the donatello of the group tech Tech. tech's walking around looking at his phone and that's Mm -hmm. like one of the only lighting sources in the scene and it's like reflecting on him and stuff Mm -hmm. i thought that shit looked really good really good um so oh i I, fucking kanan at the beginning i didn't see that shit coming what'd you think about the opening with kanan and his master I didn't realize it was Kanan. I think, did she call him another name? Yeah, his real, Kanan's real name is Caleb Doom. And that's what and I, he, I, was like, um, I was like, this guy, I he, I feel like I should know this guy. And she said, Caleb. And I was like, oh, maybe I don't know this guy. Like, Well, when he but gets I away. Depa Palaba, I recognize that Jedi Master name. I was like, I know that one. Right. When he, when he escapes, he changes his name to Kanan. That makes sense. Yeah, it doesn't go that far, right? Caleb Kanan in a galaxy full of people—that's uh, probably enough. Okay, yeah, fair enough. Guess that's fair enough. Um, I did not see. Like, I kind of got the feeling that we might see quite a few like surprise cameos and stuff. Like when the trailer gives away that you're going to see like Saw Gerrera and Rex and stuff, and Tarkin was in the trailer already too. I have a feeling, and Fennec Shand, like all those characters were already in the trailer. I had a feeling there was going to be a lot of, uh, a lot more surprise cameo appearances. Like Star Wars is way into that right now. You know what I mean? Like look at the last season of the, uh, the Mandalorian, but I was not expecting it to open with like order 66 with Kanan and his master, like to, have such a bridge moment in between clone wars and rebels that way right it was really neat to see um order 66 being broadcast his speech you know uh, um being broadcast to all the troops it was when he assumes the empire you know makes the empire yeah and you know at the very beginning when tom kane's doing like the intro narration and stuff it shows a couple of clips from like Revenge of the Sith stuff, like Grievous leaving in the escape pod and Obi-Wan and Anakin uh, rescuing Palpatine. And they're like shot for shot remakes of the movie scenes and animation. And I thought that looked really cool and was really well done. Looked great. (laughs) It is interesting that they took a note out of the Mandalorian playbook. I don't know if this is on purpose or not, but they're like, oh, let's throw a kid in the mix. You know how to get people emotionally involved? A child. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, you know, um, okay, hold on. We got to address something. I see keep people bring it, a couple people bring it up on the chat. We got Emily Lynn saying, the grown ass man's voice coming from Caleb made me laugh. And then Absolutely. King Tom, That's King a, Tom I, said, young Caleb's force power is the ability to sound like a 45 year old man. 
it really was. I, I that surprised me as well. Caleb started talking. I was like, "Whoa, all right, yeah, uh, Rick Astley." Yeah. Well, it, it, so knowing that that was Kane and and figuring, oh, that's Freddie Prince Jr. doing the voice. Mm -hmm. There was a couple of times where he sounded a like he was hitting the the younger range a little better. But let me tell you something. He ain't trying to hear it on Twitter though. Oh, now. Granted, the kind of people that are bringing it up to him on Twitter are like assholes about it. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And he has been like, look at these dildos. Calling everybody <laughs> dildos and shit. I was like, ooh. ooh. Don't come at Freddie Prince. Don't come at yeah, him. Man. He will shut you down. He's going to get Buffy on your ass. Yeah, he will. Um. So there's this Reddit channel called Murdered by Words. And that's just what I think when I think about Freddie Prince Jr., he will murder you by words. Like he will take you out. <laughs> um. Okay. Here's here's a Raj's theory. He says puberty strikes early for Jedi. It's Jedi, a Raj of the Sith list. It's Jedi, buddy. <laughs> the plural of Jedi is Jedi. It's like deer and moose. Mises. It's not Mises. It's not Mises. Okay. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Buddy. Today I learned it's not Mises. Um. So, uh, what what else did? You... It's really cool to see. Um, I said the Order sixty six thing, but you know, seeing how uppity the other clones are after the Order sixty six programming kicks in, you know, like there, it was interesting to see the instant flip from relatable good guy soldier character to empire asshole cannon fodder. You know, Tarkin shows up and just started laying down the law, like pulls out his big empire balls. And I was like, this is how we're going to do it now. Like, and uh, you know, it, it takes a lot for me to empathize with the, cl the, the cloners, the Kaminoans, you know, cause I don't trust them, but you know, Tarkin shows up and starts, swinging it around and they're like mm, i don't know about this guy I don't know yeah about like this. immediately he's like i don't think we need clones anymore yeah and they're like oh, bro you ordered 20 fucking pizzas and we gave you five we got 15 <laughs> more of these things in the fucking wood burning oven bro and you ordered weird shit anchovies and fucking maple syrup like you need to take this order we can't just give this to any schmo that walks in in the door and, you know, it's interesting that they wove in an explanation for the, basically what's canonically the stormtroopers inability to hit their target, right? You, you know, storm, you know, stormtroopers can't hit shit with a blaster, right? Like they gave, they couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. Um, Tarkin is like, you know, you could achieve the same with a conscription army. And then the cloners are like, well, these guys are trained hardcore specifically to be really good at this. And your conscription service will be nowhere near as accurate or as badass as these soldiers, you know, basically yeah. explaining why, uh, you know, why civil war, you know, a, uh, a new hope stormtroopers can't hit shit. Right. Yeah. They also just don't hit shit because they can't have you shooting all the main characters all the I time. I mean, yeah. Then you'd be, you know, wrecker. Yeah. Yeah. What that do you think he is? more hits. What do you think He's the tank, though. I don't have a problem with that. 
He's got that big slice of fly, fried bologna on his head, that scar, right? What do you think happened? It, it starts at his ear and it like sun bursts out from there. It does. It does. So I don't, I, he probably took a grenade to the ear or something. A little thermal Dang, detonator to the shoulder. That's way worse than an arrow to the knee. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at this. People are they're trying to meme on us. Look, Tracy, Tracy Moon says, what is the plural of Oscar Meyer? Tom Chansky says, Oscar Mayer, Oscar Meyer. Um. <laughs> anyways, um. Like so, I would say like as a whole, this episode was like at eight ish for me. It's not like I walked away being like, "That's the best Star Wars animation I've ever seen." I thought the story was strong. Like there were certain elements that like I just wasn't that into as the rest. Like the whole thing with them fighting the training droids in front of Tarkin like all it right was it was an action it was an action beat like they needed another action beat in the show um a reason for Tarkin to think they're badass to send them on a mission to try to kill them okay so I don't know who this is but somebody on Twitch stoned cobra 23 says hey halls what do you prefer coffee mugs or t-shirts hmm well uh I don't really drink uh, coffee or hot liquids. I have this thing against hot liquids. There goes um, your social life. So uh, t-shirts. T-shirts is what I prefer. It's bro trying to throw a stick in the spokes of my wheelchair. Steve. Um, what did you think about Tarkin in this episode? <laughs> he said, cool, thanks. Cool, thanks. Um. <laughs> I liked him. I mean, I thought he was appropriately evil. I thought yeah. whoever was doing the voice work could have put a little more flourish on See, some of it thing. because so I was gonna... Tarkin was so flowery, you know, with yeah, his it, the pronunciation. Thing is, um, I actually really like I like Steven Stanton's approach to it because you yeah. could easily that's the guy that does the voice. Uh, you could easily put too much stank onto it, and it would sound almost like a robot chicken parody or something. I agree. So I, I would, mean, I agree. It's I would not rather too much. than pull that element back a little than to like fully lean into it too hard. It's you know just what I mean? enough without being too much. Yeah, I agree. Because trust me, the, the voice, the timbre, and the sound is is spot on. You know. Yeah. <clears throat> um. What did you think about the moment when is uh, when they go to see um, old Saul Guerrero? The return of Saul Guerrero. It was cool. It, um, again, um, not 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 an unnecessary cameo, but it was so brief. I'm assuming Saul Guerrero will play some role later in the series. Uh, and also, I mean, I I don't want to see. I'm not up for violence and gore, but I I want to see how he gets messed up. You know, I want to see the story of how Saul Guerrero gets. I think it's you know good guy Darth Vader. I don't know that it um, that this is correct by any means. This has just been, I guess, this is sort of a head cannon thing for me. But I always kind of assumed it was like not one major event, right? That okay. caused him to get messed up. It was like one of those death by a thousand cuts. Like one okay. day his his leg gets all messed up. Next day he takes like somebody passes him a bowl and he's like, thanks. And it turns out to be noxious star Wars meth. And then his lungs get all messed up. You know what I mean? Ooh, so then he's got to use that 
that fancy breathing system. Now I get to see all your facial expressions to my dumb jokes. And boy, is it going to start a complex. Hey, I was talking about the uh, the space meth, not your jokes. I'm just thinking <laughs> um, how awful space meth. I watched a little bit of Dune the other day. And uh, seeing what the spice did to those space travelers. I was like, yikes. Talk about space meth. That'll mess you up. Josh Wright says, Tarkin's thighs were thick. <laughs> With a bunch of C's. The appropriate That's amount of nice. C's. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm with you on the Saw thing. I was really excited. And I, I didn't go back to watch the trailer. Because, you know, we saw him in the trailer. So I didn't go back to see, like, was the moment in the trailer something we haven't seen yet? Because when I realized what was going on, I wanted more out of Saw, too. Like, for story purposes, it's the cool bridge between... <laughs> Clone Wars when we saw him and Rogue One when we saw him and we see him sort of at the beginning like he's already dropping the term Civil War just a few days or whatever he's like no man fuck this immediately fuck this yeah yeah Um, Um, he I mean I I know he was gonna he looks aged up from his Clone Wars Saw Gerrera um, but he doesn't look very Forrest Whitaker Saw Gerrera I thought they would add some I don't know, make him a little more Forrest Whitaker looking, but you know, you don't want to cave to all that. You know, you want to stick with what, you know, stick with what you started. And there's also like 20 years or, or, you know, 18 years or whatever before he looks like that. So, right. Um, so yeah, I think, um, but I thought it was cool, but I'd like to see more of him at this point. It could have been any, any member of the rebel faction. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's why I'm assuming that Saw Gerrera plays a bigger role somewhere later in the series. Although, yeah, you know, I can. See I don't that. know who else is available at this time. I'm I'm kind of running through my head thinking who else could they have put there instead of Saw Gerrera, and I'm well. I mean, like not... you know, there's already people against the Empire for sure, like Bail Organa, right? But he wouldn't be ha- like he's he wouldn't be on the, the radar this stuff. early. Like right? he's yeah. like yeah, yeah, he's like double agenting it up or whatever i don't know if that but you know and i think cassian would be too young like way too young he'd be like a kid at this point right cassian yes. Andor. yeah yeah um so uh live brain fart did you hear that Shoo, that was a tough one the gears really stopped for a second there it's like so um <laughs> anyways we have um a whole bunch of voicemails and emails to go through and i'm sure they will continue our um uh discussion of the bad batch i'm sure there's going to be a couple of people writing in or sending in voicemails about that so we can consider that or continue on with that as that goes but before we do that before we move on what would you say your um overall sort of rating of the first premiere episode is i'd give it a nine out of ten i'm more invested in this bad batch than i thought i was going to be i'm more invested in the bad batch than i was in resistance just you mean clone wars Uh, i meant no uh what's the what's the one where they were racing um oh oh i see that was resistance i see what you're saying yeah like okay as far as shows go 
from the beginning, well, I, I'm more on board with this than I was with Resistance. Resistance can't it, it caught me and brought me on board, but I'm talking about right out the gate, first episode. I think Bad Batch has the stronger showing so far. Yeah, um, I would say that I'm more into the Bad Batch than I was after their Clone Wars debut in the last season. Like I, I'm already more into these guys and to, into the concept of this show, which this is what episode. I needed them to be right for me to get into it as opposed to the little That's, bit of what I saw at the end. Of yeah. Yeah. The three, three episode arc we got before. So I think that's a good sign for like, like at least my enjoyment of the show going forward is I'm a little into him now. Uh Oh, check this out. We got Alan bass player of stone Cobra with the emoji wave patented Alan poner of noobs. Um, so do you want to jump in to some voicemails and stuff? I do. The last thing I'll say about the bad batch oh. is I'm, I'm really looking forward to, and I wonder how, they weave little sister Fett into the rest of canon. Like, I wonder if she'll show up in the book of Boba Fett. Oh, oh, Omega. Yeah, I wonder where this this character is headed. So uh, we have two people bringing up something interesting before we move on. Josh Chapman of the Star Wars Spelt Out podcast says, maybe Emphis Nest's mom. Ooh. And Archer Greenlock says, yes, I need more Emphis. That's a good point. Because yeah. Emphis takes over the role of Emphis nest from, from her, her mom. mother. Um, and now that would be cool to time. See. Does that fit time wise? Yeah, because when is solo like eight to ten years after episode three, something like that? Okay. <clears throat> hey, Poop Dish says, Did you hear about Mr. Belvedere taping being canceled because he sat on his own balls and had to go to the hospital? I had to go to the hospital. And this dude's name is Poop Dish. I hadn't heard that. I hadn't either. You you want to move on to voicemails and emails? I do. Well, you know what we got to do. Key a D. Key a D. Key the only Jedi master who can crash box Kitty Cockhead Running around so you bitch with his cockhead He's a big Syrian stud He loves to split chicks with his bud Kitty Cockhead So stroke his cone and suck on his balls Kitty Cockhead What you gonna do when he comes on you now? He's a Jedi council stooge but he'll be pumping spooch tomorrow! Cockhead! Luhurk! Cockhead! Hosberger! Cockhead! Will Witt! Cockhead! Goose Paint! Cockhead! G-Money! Cockhead! King Tom! Cockhead! Joe! Cockhead! T&D! Cockhead! Cockhead! Now I get to see what you do during that song every week. Well, I haven't heard in a long time because you usually cut it. Just in cut it in. Outside. Yeah. No, nah, man. It's a hard solo not to air guitar. That's a DMCA. That's a parody, bruh. That's a parody. We're safe under parody rules. Everybody, that was a parody, parody, parody. <laughs> call call our um, lawyer. Call our, call our lawyer. Bruh. Um, all right, 
we have to kick things off we actually have not just a uh, voicemail a video mail submission so let's check this out this is from our buddies over at the sith list blue harvest a huge congratulations on number 300 everyone here at the sith list wants to wish you will and haas a very very happy 300th episode man oh man can't believe it i try to grow up my beard for your uh, episode I got a little patchy stuff, but uh, good. Um, I was trying, man. But uh, I know the other guys want to say congrats, too. Yeah, guys, you put out consistent awesomeness. You're one of my top favorite podcasts, Star Wars or otherwise. One of the best bangs for the buck when it comes to Patreon. But you're also just two genuinely really good dudes. And uh, what you bring to the community, it means a lot. And it wouldn't be the same without you. A huge, huge congratulations, man. 300 episodes is a big, big deal. And six years is a big deal, too. And it's six hard to believe. Years. Yeah, it's hard to believe how fast this has all gone by. And listen, that werewolf story is still one of the top moments <laughs> in my life. Just hearing it. So thank you for that. Yeah, uh, Haas and Will, congratulations. Uh, big fan. Long time listener. I was there since uh, I, I think I was in the first year. So I'm, I'm kind of proud. I kind of you know, proud to see you guys grow and everyone else see what like i and the other early fan fans have seen you guys are awesome it's awesome every week and uh you know haas every time jesse walks in on you i am scared to death too <laughs> so c- congratulations guys also congrats to jesse too by the way because yeah, yeah. it wasn't for jesse yeah yeah she's thank the, you jesse for letting haas do this exactly yeah, she's the glue exactly mm-hmm. she's the glue hey buddy <laughs> uh congrats you guys uh you know all the accolades for doing 300 six years six years that's incredible the 300 part the consistency all of it but being two of the nicest people i've met in this community throughout the whole thing just super super cool always willing to talk always willing to have a nice time can't wait to see tool together that'd be oh, great man that's a that's a mission and uh yeah so just major major kudos congrats guys keep it up awesome and last but not least yeah uh congratulations again for the fifth time out of all five of us uh 300 is really good way to stay strong way to stay dedicated gentlemen um also can't wait to see you guys did it just cut out for you will it did oh no maybe a lag thing because i still got a little bit of visual movement catching up oh no it was going so smoothly till now. God, I, gotta say, I feel like I'm blushing by I know, how, much, man. how much love we're getting. And I really appreciate all that. I know. I appreciate our fellow Star Wars podcasters and all the love that we've received from them over the years. Being part of a community, you know, that, that has so much love for each other. It really is a blessing. And uh, I couldn't be happier to be part of the community. I know, and man. It thank is you to been, those guys um, this list for your well wishes because it means a lot. It's been a. Uh, it's I miss been, you guys. I haven't seen you since I California. Know. It's been far too long. Like three years since you've seen those years. guys, too, for me. Yeah. Emily Lynn says, I blame Araj. I mean, I think we need to blame Ahals. It's just easy to do, but the beard, you can't blame that beard. That was a good beard. I was impressed. The man's um, got a good jawline, which makes for a good beard. So he does have a good jawline, doesn't he? He does. I'll be damned. 
Hey, look, Aaron Boyd said, Will, you're the same height as me. Hey, hey. Man, hanging out with Aaron would be fun right now, too. I miss all these jokers. We are the same height. That is neat. That is neat. (laughs) Okay, Uh, I'm going to now try to share a voicemail. Let's hope I don't mess this up. Here we go. Can you hear that? No, it's very soft. It's very soft. I can't really hear it. Can't really hear it. Hmm. Okay. Give me one second. Hold on. Rebuffering. www dot fix this audio file dot gov come on man dot com. cut me some slack can you still hear me okay yeah okay i was okay. just vamping for you being ridiculous keep doing it keep doing it oh see now you put me on the spot i can't do it see that's one of those things where you're like okay. don't go to sleep and you're like <laughs> okay um tell me if this is better all right oh boy be cool halls play a cool hot shot uh okay we're gonna try this again this is josh i'm gonna play a couple minutes seconds of it hello there haws and will this- is that way better mm-hmm. okay cool let's listen yeah. to josh this is josh aka josh w uh here wishing you a happy 300th episode um this is a big milestone um you guys are my favorite Star Wars podcast, and that's uh, no disrespect to any of the other wonderful Star Wars podcasters out there, but I really find your show to be a real joy, um, and I look forward to the next 300 or 3,000 or <laughs> however many uh, episodes are in your future. That's what I'm talking about. Um, I'm going to try to make the live stream, uh, but if I don't, I'll be with you in spirit. There you go. So if you look behind you and see a force ghost in the shape of a tall, chubby, white dude with glasses, that's me. Uh, don't be alarmed. Um, I do have a question. Let's say you guys are kind of rooting through um, a stall at a flea market or something like that, and you come across a sweet-looking Star Wars lamp, and it's a little dusty, so you got to rub it a little bit to get the dust off to get a better look at it, and poof, out comes a Star Wars genie that wishes you, that uh, grants you one wish, uh, but it has to be Star Wars-related. It can be anything now. It can be a casting decision. It can be a new project, media project. Um, it could be, you know, spending the afternoon with um, an actor from one of the movies. It could be a toy or collectible. It could be anything. What would your wish be? Now, as for me, um, I would wish for something I've kind of been uh, wanting for a long time. Um, I would wish for a new Star Wars movie. Produced, written, and directed by the legendary John Waters. I would love to see uh, what John Waters, uh, oh maker goodness. of such wonderful films as uh, Hairspray, Pink Flamingos, Pecker, and many others. I would like to see what he can do with Star Wars. I think that'd be really fun, and he could bring a really weird um, uh, vision to it. So, what would your ultimate star wars wishes be 
congratulations again on the big milestone and uh, may the force be with you. Oh my goodness. You, you know how we always say like, Oh, I like star Wars when it's weird. You know, we mm-hmm. say that, for, that would be weird. Star Wars. What would John, uh, John Waters, Waters oh, star yeah, Wars. Absolutely. absolutely. Okay. So It'd let's be fascinating, get though. I'd watch that shit in a heartbeat. Uh, we got a couple of uh, audience uh, answers for his Ooh. question. First up is Stone Cobra 23, this mysterious person here. I want to smoke out the gun cockpit on the Millennium Falcon. That would be tight. You'd just be <laughs> twirling around in the ball. Being like, I got him at 4 o'clock. I got him again at 4 o'clock. I, and I just keep going, I got him! I got him! And people be like, we get it. It's from that thing. It's from the movie. We get it. <laughs> that would be good. King Tom says, Silas Carson to emerge from his undisclosed location and guest on the next episode. Oh, my God. I may have sent out an email trying to get him on 300 and got no response. That's cool. You know, he'll do other podcasts. I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm just waiting. 300 episodes? That means I'm three times overdue for our syndication paperwork. I don't know if it got lost in the mail. Yeah, I just, you know, Sirius XM, where is my syndication paperwork? (laughs) um so if i could so to be completely honest with this question i'm kind of getting my star wars wish at the end of this year with the book of boba fett you know what i'm saying i was about to say i would use my wishes for haws like i would either green light the boba fett movie or i would have him spend the day with mark hamill or oh i can Bro, I'd be clam no, up. I like that. yeah. That's what I would do. That's mine. Like I'd spend the day with Mark Hamill. You know, I'd I'd go to his house and bullshit. We don't have to talk Star Wars. Tell me about all the. Tell me about being the Joker, the best Joker. You know, forever. You know, <laughs> I'd want to. I like Mark Hamill. I think he's. I don't know. Maybe funny. He's got a good sense of humor about all of it. I know. Probably being Luke Skywalker your whole life, you have to have a good sense of humor. But yeah. uh, I'd I'd say Harrison Ford, but he I know he would hate get, me. He would hate me. He would be yeah. like, "How many minutes do we have left?" And I'll be like, <laughs> "Come on, bro. We'll talk about things you like. Talk about airplanes that you can't fly, or you know, you're <laughs> Ally McBeal. Let's talk about Ally McBeal. We'll talk about whatever you want to, Mister Ford. Do you talk remember about- um, what's Killface's son from Frisky Dingo? His name's Simon. 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 You know how that how they do that they voice act that act that character. <laughs> that it's like, is kind of like Beaker from the Muppets. That's kind of what I turned into when I met Mark Hamill at Celebration. I know you get starstruck. I get man. I and I try like I know people are like, yeah, the celebrities they don't impress me. I'm you know, real I, cool. So, but Mark Hamill sitting at a table being a little grumpy, just a tiny bit grumpy, and I was just like, me. Jesse talked to Mark Hamill more than I did, man. Oh my goodness. Because I froze. I get I, I froze. I froze up when I met the band Corn when I was 14. I know. They were like, that kid. He didn't say a damn word to us. He was he just, just happy to be here. He just looked at us like he was looking at the Sasquatch in person. Um, but yeah, those would be my wishes. Or I would just <laughs> wish for an operating lightsaber. That I could yeah. accidentally kill oh. myself with and make the news for. Buddy, Sal from the Rogue Rebels, he said, real lightsabers. Simple. simple. You and Sal, you're on the same wavelength. There we are. 
So my other genie wish would be probably the, <laughs> uh oh, get ready. The Ryan Johnson trilogy. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, I, I hear if you say his name three times like Beetlejuice, the fandom menace shows up. My goodness. Um, that um, would be mine. A Guillermo del Toro Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. I think would kick ass. I think that would be really cool, too. He's definitely someone you hear tossed around. He's right. a great storyteller. And I think that's what helps you write good Star Wars movies is just being a good storyteller. Yeah. So you want to go on to the next voicemail? I do. This is from our buddy Intercontinental Tom, Tom Sutton. Let's hear what he has to say. Hey, Hoss and Will. This is Tom in Sweden. Woohoo! Happy Star Wars Day. Um, man, it's been a great Star Wars Day and a great Star Wars week. Uh, the Bad Batch, I loved it. Like, I'm... I'm not a prequels guy, and, uh, you know, I've watched The Clone Wars, you know, at least twice through um, some other stuff more than that. Um, And I always, like, you know, kind of liked it, but naturally had my reservations because it wasn't my favorite era. Um, So going into this, I thought, yeah, it'll it'll probably be pretty cool. But uh, I was actually pretty blown away. I loved it. Um, I thought um, it kind of took the um the best parts of the clone wars and put it into a much more like focused uh story which um yeah i really uh thought was like it's really great so far so i'm really happy about that have you guys checked out i mean you've probably talked about it already biomes and the vehicle fly through shorts on disney plus that got released today as well i love both but especially biomes i just I mean, it's if you say it's like 18 minutes of just slow panning through Star Wars um, locations with a bit of details, a few some little details happening in the distance. Doesn't sound super exciting, but man, I loved it. And that's the kind of stuff that I think um, you know. If you'd gone back and 20 years ago and said, "Can you imagine like a dedicated Star Wars channel that's only all all Star Wars all the time?" It, it would be kind of little things like this that, you know, would have uh, really made me excited about it. You know, like uh, they can just kind of put this stuff out. It doesn't cost them a lot of money, but it really makes it fun to be a Star Wars fan. Anyway, um, thanks, guys. It's been a great week and a great Star Wars day. So we'll catch you soon. Uh, this is Internet Intercont. Oh, man, I give up. This is Tom signing off. Hey, man, I feel you on that one, buddy. I mess it up every time I introduce you. the best of us. Don't worry hey, about it. Uh, I'm glad he reminded me because in my live stream panic, we forgot to talk about it. Did you happen to see biomes or vehicle fly-throughs that they added on Disney Plus? I didn't. Yeah. It was I'm kind sorry, of a last... I didn't even no. know it was there. No, it's a, it was sort of a... Uh, I feel like it got announced May the 3rd, like the day before or something. Uh, they're pretty cool, man. Uh, so biomes is sort of like he was saying, an 18 minute long little featurette, almost kind of like something you would see as like an extra on a DVD or a Blu-ray, right? Right. The whole concept is it's just fly through. Like, imagine you're a drone, like watching drone footage of a drone going over Hoth, and like the it'll clear a big 
like snow peak and there'll be a herd of tauntauns and then you'll see like the walkers in the background and it just does that for like hoth um mustafar uh crate crate is really cool and well done um it is a super neat little thing uh i really enjoyed it and i hope they do more because i think there's like maybe four or five planets in it right yeah uh, and then v- vehicle fly-throughs is kind of something similar. It's just, but there's two separate ones. There's a Star Destroyer and uh, the Millennium Falcon. And it's How just long a, did you say they are? Uh, the vehicle fly-throughs, I feel like, are under 10 minutes a piece. Biomes as a whole is 18 minutes total. And it's just basically just going through the environments rendered, yeah. right? Like, Yeah, but sounds in super like, high detail. Sounds like slow TV. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like... Well, they're put on, you know, you're a video of a fireplace, you know, the fire burning or a train ride to Oslo. Like it just was some oh. chill music behind there. I would love it. Give me Star Wars slow TV. I could just, you know, two hours of flying around Coruscant, some chill music in the background. I mean, yeah, dude, uh, that's one uh, one thing I was saying is like I could I could take even more of it. It is so neat. Um, I really dug it, and uh, the vehicle fly-throughs, like I was saying, kind of similar, but it's a fly-through of a specific vehicle. So you sort of see, like you know, in the Millennium Falcon, it'll start on the dashboard, and you see all the controls and stuff yeah. in um really close detail, and it'll you know go through the ship. Really neat. Uh, I kind of like um. Oh, check this out. Uh, Ice Planet Hoff, our buddy Sean said there will definitely be more fly-throughs. It's listed as a season with one only one episode released so far. Ooh. Heck yeah, man. I'm down with that. That's good to hear. So yeah, if you guys haven't checked out Star Wars Biomes yet, you know how you're talking about watching a walkthrough? Yeah. You want to know something I have been walking or not? Wa- what what you been walking through? <laughs> Nothing, clearly. <laughs> um, I have been watching these walkthroughs that are really cool of, um, oh my God, there's an ad playing in the background for the Demon Slayer movie. That should look sick. Yeah, I'm going to try and share this with you so you can see what I've been watching because we got this fucking technology, but kind of need to be somebody that's not a dummy like me to figure it out, I guess. Look at this. Right. Can you see this? Yes. It's like a night walk in Tokyo walkthrough. Yes. Yep. Man, I'll be watching these sometimes. Oh, okay. I didn't know. You said walkthrough, and I was like... No, not like I a video game walkthrough. Yeah, I wasn't sure. And this is all... Someone just you know, took a camera and walked through Tokyo or whatever, right? Yeah. Yeah, and captured it in like 4K footage. Mm, wow. Man. So I recommend those. I don't know why I shared that. Just because I could. Because it's cool. Because it is neat. Um, All right. Let's move on to the next voicemail. Moving right along. I haven't been nervous this whole time at all. Why did you ask? (laughs) Jacob. This is from our buddy Jacob. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm going to have a heart attack after all this. I'm not built hey guys, for this, Will. It's Jake from Nebraska. I've got no yodeling or uh, raccoon flutes for you this week. Just a big old congratulations 
on number 300. That's so awesome, you guys. Congrats on doing this for as long as you guys have. And it's awesome that it coincided with May the 4th this week and the release of The Bad Batch. So after a little bit of a Star Wars hiatus, The Bad Batch seemed to uh, quench our Star Wars thirst a bit. I was actually, you know, I wasn't big on The Bad Batch before, but after watching it, looked down and I'm like, hot damn, this Star Wars is making me hard. So... <laughs> My question for you guys is after doing the show for this long and uh, watching Star Wars and talking basically all Star Wars at nauseum, what, you know, aspects of Star Wars or, you know, whatever, are you just like, hot damn, this Star Wars is making my dick hard. So uh, congrats again, you guys, on episode 300 and uh, hope you guys just keep the kick-ass content coming. Thanks. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. 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 Whew. Um, turgid. <laughs> the only thing that comes to mind. <laughs> what do you call his favorite word? Turgid. Why is why has he got to send in a voicemail <laughs> about my hard dick for the last? <laughs> What's your answer, William? I don't know. You go first, and I'll. I gotta think. Just, um, I mean, there's been a lot since we. Is he talking about since we started the podcast? I like, guess. I would say obviously the Mandalorian has been a big one for me, right? Mm -hmm. Specifically, this last season, having Boba Fett show back up. Like, come on, that's a a big one for me, for sure. Um, I mean. Since we've been pot, since we started the podcast in general, is that the? I guess so. Yeah. The very fact that the Force Awakens happened was mind yeah. blowing to me because uh, you know there was a time when you and I didn't think that would happen at all. Man, the that night, right? Mm -hmm. Going to the Force Awakens and having that weird fucking energy, like it was just. Like I woke up that morning and I was nervous and the day went by super slow. And then I got together with Bryce. Bryce came into town. We went to dinner at your restaurant with Jesse's family. Mm -hmm. And like the whole time I was like, I can't engage in small talk. Like I, I can't focus. There's a new Star Wars movie, a movie I never thought we'd see coming out in just a couple of hours. And then like it started raining real hard. You remember that? Like yes. on the way to the movie theater mm. and just like being worried because we didn't have assigned seats. Mm -hmm. We've only had assigned seats for one Star Wars of the new Star Wars movies, right? So right. Being, trying to get there and get decent seats and whew, and then just afterwards being so stoked on the movie and like that crazy like bah, 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 type chatter you're doing on the drive home and then mm -hmm. talking about it at the house when we got here like oh i know that that was probably the worst blue harvest episode because we were like what about this and then what about this like there was no coherency to what we were talking about we're like hey did you see that scene where this happened hey did you see the scene where that happened yeah and there was no just and what about this scene and what about this scene? Uh, it was it was just like firing at random in the movie you know um, you know, I, 
I would say we've done like there's a bunch of episodes we've done, you know, speaking of doing 300 where I'm like, that was a really good episode. I feel like just personally, we've yet to 100% nail a movie premiere, like the first reaction to a new movie because of that. I feel like I have to be taking notes through the movie to do that. Right. Maybe I should. Maybe take a little notepad. and And then there's always like so many people here afterwards for it. And like everybody's just firing off and like it's hard to like keep my it's like head straight cats. yeah because it's it, it's within a couple of hours of seeing the movie if that when we get home and set up and and get going you know so <laughs> that's one i think we have uh, i think we've gotten close but like it's they've been a little more sloppy than usual which i guess is okay because we're all excited and stuff not there's just anything wrong with it um okay the episodes where you get me with the crippled ghost jokes. Those oh, it's been a little while. <laughs> I mean, those are that's old school, but like those are good. I feel you like they're good. You know where those are really popular still? Where? Grab on. What is grab on? Grab on these nuts, baby. I felt like I was walking in. I was like, uh, I'm gonna give it to you, but uh I got a I got a D's nuts feeling coming off of this. <laughs> uh all right, next up, we've got a voicemail from the man, the myth, the legend. He of the Lando Quatrain, the king of all Toms, King Tom Chansky from the Sith List. And, of course, of course, the Tenet cast. Here he comes, King Tom. Hey there, Haas and Will. You know, it's been a big week for Star Wars. Getting the Bad Batch was awesome, but and I'm not just saying this. Not just saying this. The thing I've been looking forward to the most is the uh, Blue Harvest six-year, 300-episode extravaganza. It, it's just the way I am. Um, having Star Wars, this resurgence this over the last eight years has been awesome. Uh, and I love you know 99% of the content we've gotten. But what really makes it special is the friends that, for me, that I've made along the way to share it with. And, um, you know, every week I have you guys invading my mind, my ear holes, squeezing my mind grapes. You you get the idea. And I'm very grateful for that. You know, share these moments with you um, and, and other fans, you know, some of whom I I wish were still with us. Others of whom I'm glad are no longer around to be honest and petty. Uh, But yeah, it's the people. And you guys are some of the best people in the Star Wars fan community. I'm just going to say it. And very grateful for that. And uh, thank you for every week or nearly every week of uh, laughs and screams and everything else. And uh, I'll I'll talk to you next week, I hope. (laughs) Take care, you guys, and thank you. I'll talk to you later. Bro, was King Tom... Do you hear all them birds? I was just it about to say, so- I love King Tom's outdoor voicemails. They they feel so peaceful. I just like, imagine he's like, he's got like his earbuds in or something, and he's kicked back in his hammock, and it's like lightly swaying in the breeze, and there's hundreds of birds <laughs> just paying their respects to King Tom Jansky in the trees above him. It sounds like he's in the tiki room, the tiki tiki room from Disney World. <laughs> Man, uh, let me tell you something. Um, we have you can, been super. You can almost hear the hammock, like it's so yeah, it's so potent. Anyway, sorry. <clears throat> what I was gonna say is we have been really lucky 
Like, uh, I feel like there's been some bumps along the way, obviously, but we've been really lucky as far as the people that we've sort of drawn into the show and then have become friends with through the show and stuff. Um, that's the coolest part about any of this to me, right? Like how many star Wars friends did you have before the podcast? You know what I mean? Just you. And you didn't have, and yeah, come on, really realistically two or three total. You know, the star Wars friends or friends that were aware that star Wars was a movie. Like, like friends that you, you friends where you and this person had a love of star Wars in common. I mean, maybe one or two in high school. And yeah. Then, and then the house that we lived in, you know, in college, you and right. I, that was, that was about it. That was, that was my Star Wars friends. Bro, that's not the case anymore. Nope. And it's all because of this, uh, this podcast, man. Well, like you were saying, I, uh, the, our listeners have really been, an amazing community you know not only do they listen to the show but they interact with us and they interact with each other and it's just yeah it's one of the most positive things you could hope for and i'm really glad that our listeners are that way and that they support us and that they come back every week you know i can't say how thankful i am to our listeners that they download our podcast and listen to us and you know drop us a line tell us I know they like this or didn't like this or hey, what you think about this? I love that. I love that we have that kind of interaction and community. Yeah, man, that's basically what I was trying to get around to saying, and and you know that's kind of what T- King Tom was touching on in his voicemail. And buddy, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about a man, man named King Tom. Whatever you envision hanging out with King Tom is when you have these wonderful like, oh man, it'd be cool to meet and ha- hang out with King Tom. Yeah, way better way better than even that king tom is the the man dude (sighs) celebration can't come soon enough all right guys be uh making me brain fart making me feel all self-conscious all right next up we got mr 100 kobe here we go Hey, awesome Will. It's your boy, Kobe, a.k.a. Mr. 100, coming at you with the voicemail and also starting to realize why I don't do this every week. Um, I think this is take 17. I, I, I don't know. I kind of lost count in the team. When we got, once we got in the teens, I was like, mm, I, this, is, this is tough. But um, just wanted to jump right in and say it. Um, happy 300, guys. Uh, I'm juiced for the live stream tonight. It's about 2 o'clock on, on Thursday. Um, as I'm recording this, I'm so juiced for the live stream. Can't wait. Uh, can't wait to interact and see the the blue harvest live. It's going to, it's going to be awesome. But yeah, happy 300 episodes guys. This, this is an accolade and this is no light. This is no light thing. You know, a hundred episodes is big. 200 episodes is really big. 300 episodes is, is gargantuan. I mean, it's, it's a mammoth accomplishment for you guys to have done this essentially give or take 300 weeks think about that i mean just think about that it's it's crazy and the consistency and the dedication that you guys put in to make sure that your podcast is the best out there um in the star wars realm is is um dare i say underappreciated i don't know 
you guys have just I know you work so hard and, and and I know it's hard. I'm starting to realize as I grow into adulthood and I want to do all these things. And I'm like, gosh, I just don't have the time that I used to when I was, you know, as a kid or a teenager. And I cannot imagine what it's like, you know, for, you know, Hawes, you having your job on top of this. And, 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 you know, I know you do a lot of the editing and stuff like that. And it's, I know it's incredibly challenging. I just want to know that um, we're with you, buddy. We feel you, you know, we understand if an episode can't, you know, come out on its, on its exact day. If you, if you get busy, it's totally understandable. Um, Will, I know you have the family and the kids, man, and, and props to you. You seem like a super dad. And I just, I want to let you know that. Um, cause we, as the blue harvest community, I, I mean, I'm going to speak for everybody for a little bit. We, we appreciate you guys. Not only you're not just like hosts, you're not just like a celebrity to us. You're your friends, your, your buddies to us. And we value everything you do to give us the best star Wars, the best damn star Wars ca- content out there. And it, I, I just want to let you know that on behalf of, you know, everybody, at least I hope. Um, so now that I got the congratulation out of the way, I kind of wanted to do a little bit of a question kind of thing. I don't even know if you're going to be reading these to, um, tonight on the live stream. Whenever you can fit this in, it's really not a big deal. Um, here's my question. So originally I was going to I was going to kind of like cold open this this voice memo with me going hey guys happy 300 here's 300 things i like about and like scare you guys into thinking oh my god he's actually going to sit here for half an hour and list 300 things he likes about blue harvest um i didn't do it i did it in one of my earlier takes and i kind of started to do it and it was it was kind of funny but then i kind of messed it up towards the end so i just know i was gonna i was gonna mega goof you guys like that no um not 300 things but i want you guys to name we'll go three We'll keep that consistent uh, first digit there. Name three things, your top three moments of Blue Harvest. It can be uh, an episode, and enti- you know, just like the whole the whole episode as a whole. Um, it can be like a, a story you told. It can be like a little gag, you know, like the you know little guy fucking in Will's fridge or the. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know stuff, the, the Microsoft stuff, or even some of the stuff that goes way back. Um, or, it, you know, it can be a guest, it can be a certain review of something, certain news that broke. I want to know your guys' top, and I've asked something similar to this before, but I feel like it just has a different merit now that we're looking back, now that we're looking back so fondly of the last 300 episodes. Um, I want to know what your guys' top three, top three moments are. Um, can't wait to hear them. Again, congratulations. Just know that you guys mean a lot to the community. Um, you mean a lot to all of us as listeners, and you're, you've become a part of, I feel like, most of our just daily lives, and that's, and that's awesome. You, don't, you rarely find a community like that that's so accepting and so friendly, and especially in Star Wars. And you guys continue to be just the beacon of what Star Wars fans should be and what a Star Wars fandom should look like. I just want to let you know that. Try not to get this to go too long. Um, we're approaching five minutes, so peace and love, guys. Thanks for 300. You guys mean a lot. I'm Dang, here. Hawes is 100% of the work. You're talking about editing, working. All I do, I show up at the appointed date and time. Same bat channel, same bat day. I saw, I saw like Hawes does 1000% of that work, and I appreciate 
all of that. You know, Hawes has got it under control. And I can't say how thankful I am to Hawes. He keeps us on the air and he keeps us sounding juicy. And I juicy. I can't be hey, I can't tell how thankful I am to Hawes. I um thanks for everybody. It uh makes me I don't do great with compliments, you know, like I appreciate them. It's not that at all. I just I get all fucking awkward and stuff. Like I'm sure people like he's giving us all he's saying all this nice stuff, and I'm just sitting here staring at the table like sheesh. <laughs> I do appreciate it. I appreciate it very much. So, buddy, start thinking on uh some of top your three. top three real quick. I'm gonna play a couple of comments that came in during his voicemail. Emily Lynn from the Canto Bite Dispatch says, I got to go to sleep, but I love you guys and we'll catch you catch up on the rest of the episode later. Congrats again. Thank you so much, Emily. Thanks for stopping by. Um, and then we got a little game of Utah Dougie going on. Uh, we've got Carl who says, you guys kept so many of us going and gave us weekly hope, especially through this past year. Thanks for putting in the work and for us moisture farmers thank you buddy that means a ton i know personally podcast and and things like that have done a lot to help me get through this past year so i um i'm really glad we could do that for other people like that's cool uh then we have sergio who says love the podcast just got back from work and i got to catch the live stream greetings from mexico 300 baby Woo! Woo! jim says I got like lightning coming, coming out of my dick. Dick. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, Your boy, Egg. That's our boy, Kobe. He's a she. Um, okay. I got you. I got you some moments here. Top okay, three. And I, I feel I, <laughs> I'm having to dig because, you know, we did favorite moments on a, a voicemail a while ago. But what I'm coming up with is good. Um, having Goose on to give the baloney Big Mac tutorial that was golden. I love. Yeah, that. that's been, that's been a while, man. Um, the Steve does hall. Steve does Star Wars trivia. The Star Wars trivia moderated by Steve. Those that's probably top ten favorite Blue Harvest memories. Um, recording the skits for the commercials we did. Mm-hmm. I I love that. I will always remember that. That was fun as shit. Um, and mm, I mean, that was already three, but I, I feel like I, I more have run through my mind. Well, see, that's the thing, you know, now that you, Steve and I are all three, uh, vaccinated gentlemen, Whew. we could maybe get around to trivia going sometime. Oh, lightning round. Yeah, man. Next time you have a chance to come into town, we could coordinate to have Steve come over and moderate some trivia. Mm. I need me some Steve in my life. Yeah, I uh I might be seeing Steve this no, there's no might about it. I'm seeing Steve this weekend. We're we're starting some we're we got a project we're working on. All right. That's all mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. And uh it kicks off this weekend. You guys will hear more about that later. Um top three moments for me. Like, I don't know. I have a hard time remembering what we talked about 20 minutes ago. So like picking out specific, like specific Specific people we've had on. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like the guests, like certain 90. Yeah. Well, you know, I I don't want to call anybody because I feel I'm going to leave somebody out. 
But exactly. all of our guests, those are yeah. special moments. I remember every single one of those times. The guests they're were special definitely to me. like I know I know it seems like, oh, you have a guest all the time. Like, well, I mean, yeah, but like they're special. Like I remember all of them. Um <laughs> uh the guests, I mean, I, I, that's the thing. My top three has to be more broad. You know what I mean? So, like, obviously, the guests, we were talking about it with the voicemail before this, the guests. The friends we've made along the way. I guess that's a little cheesy, but that would definitely be one of it. One of them. Number two for me would be both Star Wars celebrations that I've gone to since starting the podcast. They were my first two Star Wars celebrations. And to me, that was a step in it seeming just a tiny bit more real, right? Because, you know, yeah, we get a lot of emails we get a lot of voice messages from people that listen but that is a small fraction of the downloads you know what i mean mm-hmm. and like you sit there and look at it and like this many people listen to this bullshit is my mom pumping up these numbers in her free time to make her little boy feel better oh house you can't be having that oh, i guess i'm gonna have to make a new youtube account new new itunes account and and, and leave some reviews Um, but going to celebrations and putting like names to faces, personalities to faces. That was you know, one of like, the ones I was gonna say. My experience going to California with you, yeah, meeting meeting some of the people of the community, spending time with them, going to the cantina, you know, down in Hollywood. And then like, but celebration is that times a hundred. You yeah. know what I mean? I can and only imagine. It's a it's a few days of being like, Holy shit, it's you, holy shit, it's you. Hey, how's it going? And then me being awkward at first, you know, it takes me a second. Unless I've had some had some vitamins or a couple of old fashions or something, loosen up the goose a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I do. Maybe like, you know, a, a nice fruit snack. Get my anyways. Um uh so celebration is a big one is definitely a big one. And then like being able to go last year and having like the portable recorder and getting to record stuff here and there <clears throat> and just hanging out, man, just hanging out and laughing. Lots of laughs, lots of laughs. Um, oh man. Okay. While I'm trying to think of another one, our buddy Sean has his top three. The time Jesse scared you, that other time, and the time the waifu p- pillow made an experience an appearance. Shoo, sheesh. <laughs> um uh, somebody's asking the correct question. Is Will coming to celebration next year? That's from our buddy Matthew Thurban Turbo. Oh, hold on. Mm. Oh, like that! Um, are you coming to celebration next year, William? I can't give you a definite yes, but I, I know. Mean, I mean, if I were to shake the magic eight ball, it would say, you know, signs. All signs point to yes. Outcome looks good. Okay. Well, buddy, get ready to have a good ass time. I'm ready. and be tired. You saw the picture. You saw the picture that I got tagged in. You know me. I don't. I don't need much sleep. I run on a little bit of sleep. Lots of lots of little <laughs> bits of sleep. Oh, uh, dude. Okay. So 
because I have this technology, I want to show you something. Remember a couple of weeks ago when we were talking about that picture that Rick shared of me? Mm, yes. Where I looked rough at Celebration? Yeah, I saw Yeah, you sent it you, to me. Yeah. yeah, well, he sent me a message after that episode and was like, this is the other picture I have of us. You got to see this because I look dumb as hell. <laughs> Wait till you see this. Can you see that? Oh my goodness. Look at that, Will. Oh my your eyes are closed and your mouth hanging <laughs> open. I really do look like a dead person. Rick and Johnny Grosso look like big game hunters that just fucking bagged the Sasquatch. Oh, <laughs> man. You look like you're heavily medicated. You look I like probably there's, am. There's drool coming out of your mouth or something. Self-medicating. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. Was that the last day of celebration? Uh, I think so. I think that was the Monday. Look, look at this. Live exclusive. He said, uh, Sal says, live exclusive. Justin Rodriguez says, check his pulse. <laughs> Justin was there hanging out me at that time. He knows I was. R.I.P. Hawes. R.I.P. Uh, Evan DeCell is you know, just, he's got some gonna, crying emojis for us. I'm not going to take pictures with Johnny Grasso. That's your first problem. Because if you take a picture with Johnny Grasso, you just make him look better. Like I, you know, if Johnny Grasso, he's already handsome as shit, but if he wants to look more handsome, oh, you just bro. put me in the picture. You are going to make him look message. even more handsome. Like, he looked hard, which he absolutely was. No, actually, this is more aggressively toss the salad <laughs> that's more that's more the clip i needed the drop i didn't even let no will know i had that one i got aggressively toss the salad he looked hard which he absolutely was <laughs> how could you not be aggressive <laughs> uh, salad tossing and then um for my number one or just not number one it's just three in no particular order yeah oh my goodness Oh my goodness. I'm not going to say their name lest they get hunted down oh. by Johnny Grosso, <laughs> the love. host of Pop Culture Hour. That's he says, love. Will is more handsome than Grosso. Oh. And then he said, Sorry, Johnny. But I'm sure, you know, it's every, everybody's got their different taste. Yeah. Some's a little bit country, some's a little bit rock and roll. Um, all right. Who do we got up next? I got to say, this is turning out to be a highlight. I'm calming down a little bit. You know, as we get near the end, I'm finally yeah. calming my ass down. Yeah, right. Figuring well, out the you, technology. You haven't seemed out of sorts this whole time. <sighs> well, thanks. Uh, next up, speaking of Rick, the man with the terrible pictures of me, our good buddy, Rick. Um. Oh, he said, we can't, or Evan, Evan said, we can't forget the episode where Hall's long game will on the crippled jo ghost joke. I walked right into it. He had me, <laughs> you know, sometimes he'll string you along and you're like, uh, something's around the corner. I'm not sure what, but that but time, something's coming, dude, I walked right into it. I walked right into it. All right. Let's hear from Rick. Hey there, Hawes and Will. It's your boy, Rick. And I just wanted to send you a little message and congratulate you on six years and 300 wonderful episodes filled with some of the highest ranking hilarity 
that I've come across on my podcast feed in ever, just ever, going back to the famed Oscar Mayer. Oscar Mayer. The Kumi Tales of one Hawes Burkhart. The crazy soundboard only to be paralleled by what Ben Bird has in his home studio. And so many good times. And I just want to say thank you guys for all of the entertainment all the way up to the uh, Van Fridge Dam stories that you're giving us about the little man in the refrigerator. Um, so thanks for all of that. And uh, uh, that'll be it. 300 episodes culminating in the book of the, the new Boba Fett alpha series thing that's going on right now. This is your week. You got so much good stuff coming out at you that you're giving to us in turn. Thank you. Thank you guys for 300 episodes. And I will catch you guys in my ears at some point later on. May that force be with you. Thanks, Rick. By the way, that's Rick from the Jammed Transmissions podcast. Ah. Shouting out his podcast as well. Well, let me ask you something. Yes, ask me. Let's say one night you wake up. It's one seventeen in the morning. Okay. And you're like, damn, I forgot to eat dinner and I'm hungry. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to go make myself a sandwich. So you get up and you, you put your slippers on, your little Chewbacca slippers that you got beside the bed. Nice. You slip on your silk robe, your fancy silk robe, your Hugh Hefner robe. You saunter out to the kitchen, right? And you, um, you open the door and you find the little man that lived in your fridge is dead. Mm-hmm. So what do you do? Do you wait to see if any family comes by or do you give him a, you know, do you give him a burial in your backyard? I'd probably stick him in a piece of small Tupperware. Maybe with like a, I don't know. One of those little silica gel packets to keep him from rotting. <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think that's how those work. <laughs> I thought they absorb moisture. I don't know. Anyway, okay. Okay. Uh, but I would wait for maybe some little people family show up and then give him their remains in some Tupperware. I don't know. And if they don't, if he starts to sting in the fridge, yeah, I'm going to bury him in the backyard. Cool. Well, what if you wake up the next couple mornings later and there's a tiny little newspaper on your front door you realize the man who lived in your fridge was getting the daily paper delivered and on the headline it's you see a picture of the little man that lived in your fridge and it turns out he died in a freak accident when he slipped on a pool of jelly in your fridge and fell from the third shelf to the bottom shelf and he broke his back right where the fuck is the journalist in my house writing this damn story to tell me how he died in my fridge? There's a whole universe of them, buddy. Journalists, tiny all kinds of YouTubers. There's tiny, there's tiny little YouTubers and stuff. Um. Anyways, so then what do you do if about a week later you get up in the middle of the night? I don't know why you get up so much in the middle of the night, but you just do. And as you're walking by the fridge, you hear.
Do you open up the fridge? This this is like a choose your own adventure. Do you open up the fridge? I see fridge? where this is going. I see no. what you're doing. I you see don't see anything. Doing. You don't see anything. I see you. I see you, you see playing as day. You don't see anything. You don't see anything, bro. What do you do? Do you open the fridge? Yeah. Tiny crippled ghost. I knew it. I knew it. I knew that's where you were going. I felt it coming. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got. <laughs> <Shut> up. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> tiny man in the fridge. Save me. Uh, we got voicemail from Johnny Grosso from the Pop Culture Hour. Yo, this is Johnny Grosso. Not the one you're used to, but the better one. Congratulations <laughs> on your 300th podcast, guys. Hi, this is Sawyer. I can't wait to see you at Star Wars Celebration. Congratulations, guys. Congratulations. Hey, Hawes and Will. Congratulations, man. 300 is a milestone. And congratulations to you too, Jesse. See you guys in 2022 in California. You're meeting the fam. Look at that. Look at that. Bro, the, the younger Johnny Grosso coming in and dunking on his dad. You the know better one. That. You know I love that. You know, and I, I'll tell you what, from being on the phone with Johnny, uh, his his kids dunk on him. Do they? Yeah, and it's hilarious. Every time it's funny. Dude, my kid hit me in the tummy yesterday. Like, I would, we were, you know, he beats on me a little bit. You know, not like, not, <laughs> we're talking, not talking Bam and Phil here, but you know, you know, you roughhouse with your dad. And, uh, but I was laying on the bed and he was giving me the business. And I looked away and right as I exhaled, he did like the double fist punch into my belly. And I was like, right as i exhaled and so it like knocked all the wind out of me and i rolled over into the floor and he's like what's wrong with you i was like (gasps) you know like bro okay so you ready for a little story time you want to hear about the worst i ever got in trouble with my dad oh yeah i had to be five or six it was after i saw Bloodsport, right yeah so you want to know who's someone who was in a fight in their dad mood Oh yeah, Hall's Burkhart, little Hall's yeah. Burkhart. So it's, one day you were taking. Was this after you took some Taekwondo or whatever? No, I didn't. Well, actually, you know what? It m- might have been right around the time I started. I was okay. very young. Like I have only the faintest memories of this. I imagine it sticks out because I got in so much trouble. <laughs> so I had seen. Now there's an important reason Bloodsport pays into this because Bloodsport is the first movie I ever saw someone get hit in the nuts. Oh, okay. You know the th- scene where he's fighting the big dude and he's like, he punches him and the big dude just stands there and so the way Jean-Claude Van Damme finishes him off, he does his patented splits and gives him the uppercut in the nuts, right? Right, right. And I remember asking someone like my dad or my mom, whoever was in the house, being like, why, you know, basically, why is that such a big deal? And she was like, you just don't punch people there. That's you don't do that. It's sensitive. And I was like, OK. Well, I guess I had to do a little experiment. Yeah, how sensitive? <laughs> yeah. And not on myself either, because we were getting I was getting ready for school one morning. <laughs> oh, and I remember oh. my dad was sheesh walking around. <laughs> Walking around the house without a shirt on, he was wearing suit pants. He was getting ready to go into work at McDonald's, so he's wearing like uh, you know '80s gray suit pants, yeah, and he's walking around. Pants, yeah. No, it, that's all he had on. Walking around looking like Tom Selleck a little bit from Magnum PI, right? right. You know, m- 
He's got the, the stash. His hair was real dark then. You know what I'm saying? And I remember he was coming down the hallway this way, and I was going the other way towards my room. And I didn't stop and give him the full haymaker. I just held my little <laughs> Hall's arm out, and like he walked, he, he walked his nuts into my hand. And bro, I have a feeling the story goes the other way when your dad tells <laughs> that little motherfucker came up. You know what he did? He hit me right in the nuts. But that's what I did. I remember just I went boop right in his and bro, he snatched me up. You know that scene in Marvel's The Avengers from 2012 when oh. Loki's talking shit to the Hulk and the Hulk snatches him? <laughs> that's that is what plays in my head. My dad snatched me up so quick. And you know, like uh, oh. You're in the hallway, so he's like, one wall, the next wall. <laughs> you know that scene in like one of the Batman movies where he's like, pray to me. <laughs> yeah. My dad's voice got like real deep and shit, and he sounded all <laughs> scary. It's just, why did you do that? <laughs> I was in trouble. Sheesh, I was in trouble. <laughs> oh, no. <clears throat> um, don't, don't hit Richard in the... <laughs> In the no. house. <laughs> yeah, Richard Burkhart was not a fan of that. He don't play that. He sure didn't. Was that in the school they used to call that root tap? Root tap. Oh. All right. Uh, and that was worse because they would flick it with like the unclenched palm. And so like your knuckles would hit you in the nuts. Oh. That's awful. Don't play football oh. in middle school. <laughs> All right. Uh next up we've got our buddy Jim. Let's hear what he has to say. Pause and Will, congratulations on your 300th episode. You guys freaking rock and brighten up so many people's weeks. Uh, I just want to speak on everybody's behalf saying we really appreciate it. And I have, uh, you guys actually got me into listening to podcasts. And now that I've listened to so many different ones, all because of you guys, uh, now, now that I've got some perspective, I can honestly say you guys have something special and need to keep on rocking it and um you know i was i know that this everybody calling in and saying congratulations uh i know that halls can get a little embarrassed by it uh but i mean so many people love you guys you know i was thinking that like i would actually sing but uh, i don't think that i actually will now that i'm gonna stop this because it's embarrassing, but no, fuck it. Okay, I'll sing for you guys. <clears throat> High above the mucky muck, podcast in the clouds. There's it pause and will sitting oh so proudly. Not much to say when you're high above the mucky muck. Lord have mercy on that thing. Yes. <laughs> Hold and will. What is the secret of your power? Hold and will. Won't you take me to the galaxy far, far away or something? Mm. Mm. Uh, you guys get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Ignite the green. Lord have mercy. I'm about to bust. That was Bro. really good. That He's was good really good. He's a really good singer. Like he's all like, "Oh, I'm not going." Oh, because he knew Jim knew 
Jim's he confident, knew. dude. He was like, oh, every oh, day. No, no, no. Should before I? Before I listen to my I? podcast or my audio books, I listen to Wonder Boy and I sing along to it in my truck on the way to work, right? Yeah. He's, so he's got practice. He's been waiting. He's like, I'm going to break that off on these fools, man. Full stop. I'm going to break this this out. I know I can sing. I can know I can do this. Man, the that was really good. The selection of the song is funny because do you remember the song that you and I sang karaoke in uh, the Hunk Club oh. when we first started hanging out? Ba- dude, wasted. Dude, I was you wasted. wasted that night. Wasted. Um, That's the night you made out with the wildebeest and we had to drag you back to the car. They were going to take you anyways, home. Anyways, like a lamb anyways, to the anyways uh, Kobe says, killing it. <laughs> Jesse says, this is awesome, Jim. It is awesome. Sal Perala says, respect. Alabaster Bindo says, tenacious game, strong. Tom Chansky says, that was great, Jim. And Carl says, dang, Jim. Look at all this praise coming in for Jim. Anyways, Hunt Club. 2008 ish to no no i lived here but no. 2008 2006 ish yeah uh tribute by tenacious d that's what we sing that is what we, we killed sang. it the whole bar was like who the fuck are these clowns but we didn't care do you remember all right so we don't have to go into this whole story but do you remember that lady made out with me in the parking lot do you remember why she made out with me uh I remember she asked you if your junk worked. Yes. She asked her nephew had spina bifida. Yeah. So I oh, don't that's why she made out. Because yeah, she, she has that's a nephew why she, with spina bifida. That's why she tracked me. Yeah, that's why she tracked me down in the parking lot to talk to me. Whatever. She know. liked she liked the cut of your jib. Yeah. Yeah. You don't just have a nephew with spina bifida and be like, ooh, spina bifida dudes. They do it for me. Well, I don't I don't know, man. Um what is I I'm, I'm going to double check. I think we got one email in. Yeah, cuz that's it for our <laughs> um <laughs> it for the voicemail. So we're going to end this with our buddy Utah. 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 Dougie. And he says, hey, guys, I love the podcast so much. It brings me happiness each week. I tried running the live stream from Costa Rica, but every time there's a lightning strike, the Wi-Fi goes out. Hope we can do more live streams in the future. Utah, Dougie. Thank you, buddy. Thanks for even trying. You don't have to. You don't have to uh, be spending your vacation watching us. But you can. But you can. Uh, I think we'll do this again. I don't know. This has been fun. Don't you think, Will? It's been pretty good. It's been a yeah. positive experience. I don't think this is something we could do every week, but I bet you we could do this for special occasions or just here and there. You don't want to see me on the regular sitting in the dark at my dining room table waiting, <laughs> waiting, waiting for the nine-month-old to start crying. Yeah, being real quiet. Like, yeah, so I think Hunter's pretty cool record, too. I love the Bad Batch. <laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks for coming. Bye to all our uh like coming by to the live stream you guys have been awesome this has been a lot of fun interacting with you guys like i said i think we'll do these again maybe we can do some like next time there's a cool trailer we can react to it or something because then we'll have the visual element we share visual our, things yeah or something like that 
Um, if you guys haven't already, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps with the podcast's visibility and helps other people find us. Um, also, if you dig our theme song, uh, make sure to check out the band that was kind enough to provide the music. They're Stone Cobra, and you can find them on iTunes, Spotify, and at stonedcobra.bandcamp.com. And until next week, when we will be on the road to the next 300, um, this has been Blue Harvest Live. I'm Halls Burkhart. And I'm Will Witten. May the force be with you. May the force be with all of you. Aggressively toss the salad. Lord have mercy, I'm about to bust. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>